Welcome to another episode of the 495 Podcast. I am your host, Nick Esposito, and with me always, my co-host, Michael White. Today we are with a Babylon resident who has giant dreams. Joining us now is Jay Carlock. Yep. Hey, what's up, Jay? Appreciate you guys having me. Nick's been working on that line all week. <laughs> all week. All week. Well, I was driving here, I was thinking about what, how can I introduce him? Not bad. <laughs> so, so Jake so Jake played football at Babylon High School, and then he went on to play college ball later at LIU Post, and recently he signed with the New York Giants. So are you still pinching yourself now? What, what, yeah, what, what yeah. Is that I like? mean, it's starting to become a dream. I mean, a dream come true for sure, but now it's reality, so I kind of got to get to work. And uh, I got to finish rookie minicamp and OTAs, mandatory minicamp. So it's it's no longer a dream. Now I, I gotta go to work. Now it's work. Yeah, exactly. Now it's a job. Yeah. When, when we were, uh, you know, before we, we went live here, you were saying, you know, you've never had a summer off, and you thought that this was gonna be your first summer because, you know, in high school and college, you, you do training camps every, every summer. But isn't it a good thing to not have your yeah, summer? Yeah, yeah. So I remember towards the end of the season, like me and all my buddies were talking to seniors, and like, yeah, we haven't had August off in like 12 years or something. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do this all. Maybe catch a couple concerts. But now I got, uh, I'm going back to camp on 22nd of July. So I'll be doing better things this August. There you go. Yeah, awesome. Now you've been playing since uh, football since Pee Wee? Probably, yeah, probably like third grade, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Right over there at the Battle Fields, and Pee Wee was all my buddies. Yeah, so. Now, when was it clear that you were, you know, better than most of the other kids <laughs> right off the bat, or what? So I had a good group of guys with me, me mm-hmm. and all my friends. I think we had, um, when, by the time we graduated high school, it was like six of us went Division One sports, and then a couple were Division Two, Division Three. Mm-hmm. But uh, my whole life, we grew up together, and we were either at my house or one of our buddies' house. We all lived within five minutes of each other. We played sports every Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So it was no surprise to any of us that we were all pretty good when we grew up. We're broadcasting live on Facebook, the 495 Podcast, at Babylon, right off of Deer Park Avenue. Outside right next, of Kilwins. At the Kilwins. You probably haven't had an ice cream in a while, right? Nah, you probably nah, can't. Not, not even the diet. My buddy, Pat Delaney, used to work here. So he used to hook me up with some uh, some pretty good ice cream, but uh, maybe get one after this. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. the man. He was telling me about uh, your favorite giant growing up. Does Nick know about this? No, I, I don't know if I was there. Tell Nick about your favorite giant. Who's that? I, I mean, I have a couple. I got uh, well, one of your favorite giants. Chase Blackburn was one of my uh, oh, the linebacker favorite. Yeah, he, he wasn't too big of a name. I mean, Giants fans would he really know. Played for only a few years, him. Right? but yeah, he played for a few he, years. Yeah, and he was a big special teams guy and. Uh, I mean, like I said, not too many people know about him, but if you're a Giants fan, you definitely know about him. He had a pretty big uh, interception, and I think it was a 2011 Super Bowl secure the win. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of my favorites for sure. That's awesome. And so, then wait, what I'm getting at is uh, uh, okay. Zach. Um, oh, yeah. What, what's his last Diassi? name? Diassi, the yeah. long snapper. Yeah, he growing up, long I mean, snapper. he's been on the Giants for... I think it's going to be his 13th year now. That's your and favorite player, a long snapper? I mean, he was, <laughs> Isn't that he was, crazy? He was my guy growing up. I remember watching <laughs> him. That's so funny. In 2007, he got drafted uh, as a linebacker, and he ended up transferring or making the transition to long snapper. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of where I find myself right now. And I've been working with him, and he's great. He's been helping me out a lot, telling me tips and whatnot. So it's pretty cool to learn from it's like one of your yeah one awesome. of your favorite players and it, and it's like you know that's not a sexy position like nah. like a lot of people don't even know how long snappers even get into the league yeah. it's like are you recruited for your long snapping or is it a lot of guys they like transition from mm-hmm. other positions yeah, I think right? it's probably transition right yeah. it's, not, it's not kickers yeah you know? yeah I mean it, it happens I know 
most of the time, some guys have just come out as long snappers. That's all they do. Mm. But I know kind of the league is, I mean, it changes every year. It gets more athletic. More yeah. Sometimes size doesn't even matter anymore. It's all about speed and athleticism. So if you can transition to a long snapper, I mean, I'm all for it. And it's kind of what I'm trying to do. Awesome. Nice. All right, so let's get into your background a little bit. So, you know, obviously we mentioned before that you played at Babylon High School. Mm -hmm. Two undefeated seasons in 2012 and 2013, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, let's talk about high school football a bit. What were your favorite moments then? Yeah, so that was a blast for me, especially because those, that meant the world to, like, me and my buddies because growing up we always went, watched the older kids play, our brothers, our, our friends, and then by the time it was our turn to finally play on varsity, we took it. Like, that was the world to us. So yeah. we went in the weight room every day, went to the field every day, and we grew up with such a small, uh, like, close group. Yeah. So there's, like, ten of us, and we still talk every day. We have a group chat. So, I mean, it was, that was just more fun than anything. And the best times were just fooling around in the weight room and, and practice, not even winning games. So, yeah. so then you go on. At what point were you thinking college football? You always, were you always thinking college football? Yeah, in high so school? in around 10th grade, I decided to really dedicate myself to football. I ended up. You played even, a bunch of sports. Like yeah, you played yeah. lacrosse, right? I played basketball and lacrosse. I still played basketball, but then I stopped playing lacrosse 10th and 11th grade because I wanted to get ready for football. I just lifted and uh, went to the field every day in the spring, getting ready for that upcoming season. And it really helped me out. It, it, I took it more serious. But then I realized in 12th grade, after I earned a scholarship to go play Division One football, that um, I wanted to play one more sport with my buddies. And so basketball ended, so I went and I decided to play lacrosse for the year. That's funny. It was a good decision. So, a good time. Just a little yeah. side note, I think I saw um, – so there's a new lacrosse league out. So there's, I don't know if Mike uh, knows. The Saints coming back to no, no. Uh, so, Nassau College. So, so there used to, there is the major league lacrosse, yeah. which is like the outdoor with like the New York yeah. Lizards and stuff like that. The but indoor they, stuff's the best. Yeah. yeah. So they started another outdoor league called Premier Lacrosse League, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure I saw they shouted you out recently. Oh, oh really? I know. Um, so my good buddy, I played football with that post. He was the middle linebacker, I was an outside linebacker, and he. He's a Fogo, so it's just a face-off guy yeah. and get off. That's it. But he leveled some dude on opening weekend, That's and now he's like, he's got his face is pretty big in the PLL right now. So, so cool. I'm happy That's for him. Awesome. Man. Awesome. So, yeah. So, all right, okay. So let's go back to the timeline a little bit. All right. So you get, um, so you decide to go to Stony Brook. Mm -hmm. uh, why'd you pick Stony Brook b before you transferred later on to LA? Yeah. Post? So going through senior year, I kind of had a couple offers, talking to a couple schools. I ended up going to Stony Brook just because. It was close to home. It was a good fit for me at the time. Uh, and I wanted to be close so my whole family, friends could come and watch. Uh, and it was a great three years. I had a good time. It was, um, I was there for about three years, and then I ended up leaving my junior year to go to LA Post to uh, pursue teaching. I wanted to go into education. I couldn't really find a solid major over there. Yeah. So I ended up leaving. I wanted to uh, link up. So my brother was leaving high school at that time. I wanted to link up with him, try and go to the same college. Mm -hmm. Things kind of fell through. He ended up at Cortland. I ended up at LU Post, but it worked out for both of us. So you went to Post, Nick, and your brothers are going to be there too? And yeah. And then bailed so, on you? So, yeah, he ended up uh, choosing <laughs> Cortland. <laughs> and uh, nah, he's got I think yeah, he's, him, having a, he's having a good time there too. Good, and he's playing good. ball up there, doing well. So. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, so, like, one of the things that, you know, I love especially about your story and, you know, compared to other people out there that are – that are top prospects, right? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. like, they go through, like, when you're a top prospect in high school and college, you know that you're going to the league. Mm -hmm. So you, it, I'm sure it was always in the back of your mind. I'm sure you dreamed about yeah. going and playing the, in the NFL. Like you just said, you kind of went to LIU Post for a major. Yeah, so you were sure. definitely thinking this football thing might not work out yeah, at all. Yeah, no. So uh, I kind of had to, I talked to my, it was a tough decision. Yeah, that sounds during, pretty During brutal, the fall, man. I was talking to my parents and my brothers, and, and I was on scholarship. So at the time, I was like, 
I really wanted to leave and pursue education, but at the same time, I was getting school paid for Stony football. Brook didn't have an education program? No, a good edu- no, they don't. What? So, yeah, so then... That sounds crazy. I know. It's yeah, a major yeah, university. I know. Exactly. But, <laughs> so we decided that it'd be better just pursue after football because I mean at the time I didn't think NFL is such as a long shot so so I had to think about post football and I wanted to be a teacher so we ended up leaving when I got to post at first it was a little not discouraged but I was like all right football I'll just keep playing have some fun with it they've had a few guys go to the NFL yeah definitely and they got a good program I mean coach Mm. Collins is doing a real good job over there and uh, now they're division one so hopefully they'll get a couple more guys amazing yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy Uh, it's a good time um so, so in college at LIU Post, you played a couple different positions. You were a defensive back, linebacker. I know you led your team in tackles mm-hmm. your senior year, I think 67 tackles, mm-hmm. and you won Northeast Player of the Year. Yeah. So, yeah, you played a bunch of different positions, all right? Yeah, so we had – at first when I got there, I was playing free safety, uh, kind of back more. But then they realized that uh, they could move me up in the box and play a little more. So I was in the box every now and then. Then I was playing outside linebacker. Then on third downs, I would go play D-end. And then that's it just fun. move that's around. It was, yeah, it was a yeah, good time. Yeah. I didn't mind moving around. Swiss Army knife. I tried getting on <laughs> offense, but uh, they, they said that. They <laughs> but, so you started long snapping, though, right? Every yes, defender's so dream is yeah, to be on yeah, offense. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get some wide <laughs> So long snapping, our starting long snapper got hurt. I think his appendix ruptured like week three. And we didn't really have a backup, so I said I could do it. Kind of just like saying if we needed to, emergency. Hmm. And then so we ended up being an emergency. So I went in. And just kind of took over the job from there on. You don't just start long stopping. I'm sure you've, you've. Oh, yeah. No, we always. In your backyard, yeah, through your legs. Whole life. Hit I mean, the tree or something. Yeah, me and my brother. I got <laughs> four tree. brothers. So we, we play all the time and we would mess around. So we'd long mm. snap. I mean, it was just like playing in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, I was like, right, I'll go snap awesome. the ball a little bit. And Jake, tell us about uh, how you ended up with the Giants and how that whole process played out. The whole process was. It was pretty crazy. I mean, I imagine. I, I didn't never really thought I'd be in the position I always hoped, but but once you're there, it's a little different. So, I started at the end of fall semester. I decided to kind of drop out of school, go train up in New Jersey at uh, Test Football Academy, where they they train guys ready, getting ready for a combine prep and whatnot. And they got me in great shape, and and my numbers for pro day and whatnot were awesome, thanks to them. And so I was talking to a couple teams. My agent was talking to a couple teams. Then when draft day came along, I was told that I could be like a late, really late pick in the draft, sixth or seventh round, or free agent. So then towards the sixth or seventh round, I started getting calls from teams saying they're going to look to sign me after I got a call from the Falcons. My agent was talking to a couple teams. Then I got a call from the Giants, and the Giants kind of was our best fit, we thought, because they wanted me to be a linebacker and a long snapper, so we figured mm-hmm. two positions better than one. What were the Falcons looking for? Falcons looking were strictly to linebacker. Mm-hmm. And uh, another team, I forget who it was my agent was talking to, wanted linebacker, so we figured might as, go, might as well go somewhere where you can have two positions or even back up for two positions whatnot. In, in your estimation, though, do you, you think it's kind of better or worse, I don't know, um, to, to sign undrafted or to be drafted in the later round to a team? you might not even want yeah so at the time i wanted to be drafted because i just, thought it'd be the prestigious, be prestigious. Yeah. but then I, but practically at the end, yeah it's a good question said to me, he was like uh trust me it's better off to be a free agent yeah. at this point because now we get to choose pick the right spot for us whatever if, contract yeah, you want to work exactly. out so we worked on it and uh I think like the only real difference is maybe like a signing bonus when you first get drafted it might be a little bit higher, mm. but the contract's not much of a difference. That's I mean, the money's not. the yeah. same and all that, so now, it worked out. I mean, the Giants is a good fit for me too, and, and I'm excited to see. Now set happens. the stage for us. When you when you told the Giants yes, that was 
you, that was over the phone, I imagine, where you surrounded yeah. with friends and family. Oh, or? yeah, yeah. Okay. So I went out to lunch with the Giants. I was telling Nick that um, – so I kind of had a feel that something was going to happen that day. So I had just family and friends over for the day, and uh, we were all waiting around. I We were all inside watching the drafts. I got a call. I went outside. I uh, picked up the phone, kind of took a little while because I was talking to a couple different teams, but then finally settled it down, made my decision, went with the Giants, walked back in, and that's when the party started. And what did you say when you walked back in? You remember? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I signed with the Giants. And yeah, then, yeah. And then, and then, then it was on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's got to feel good, man. Yeah. So <laughs> you said did you bring out, like, your uh, your long snapper jersey? Oh, I threw on, I threw on my uh, Lawrence Taylor throwback jersey there you go. for the oh, night. Nice. Yeah, Very good. yeah, I had to. <laughs> now you you got signed. So when was your first action with the Giants? It's rookie minicamp, right? Yeah. What, what happens what, after that? After yeah. What, what so, is that like sometime in May or something? Yes, yeah, so I got signed on draft night. I signed. Then I believe it was like a week later. Rookie minicamp was. Hmm. So I went to rookie minicamp, and rookie minicamp's just draftees, like all the guys who got drafted, uh, undrafted free agents, and then like tryout guys, guys who were there to work out. And that was about three days long. And when I got there. They put me as a outside linebacker, which I am, but in their defense, it's a little different. I put my hand in the ground, so it was almost like a defensive end. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a good time, but it, it was definitely, like, tough to, to learn the playbook in three days and, and try Jeez, and get yeah. ready for the for the next day. So it was a lot of work, but, but it's nice to, like, get in the swing of things. And, I mean, you could always train for football, but there's nothing until, like, you're actually doing it. That's that's when you, get, right. you feel most comfortable and stuff. And, so. and, I, and I can ma- imagine it's kind of like, um, you know, like, like a high school kind of click, right? Because mm-hmm. there's probably no one's going to be like really analyzing the Eli Mannings of the team, but you probably have like a bunch of guys that are like working real hard, real oh, competitive, yeah. like yeah. that are like grinding, right? And now it's it's they like kind of stick together. Do they like stick? You guys like stick together? Yeah, all the young hustlers, yeah. Like, so trying are, to make. Are you like so the rookie sh- minicamp was? It's like still everyone kind of try and fight for their job, mm-hmm. but um, now that the season started and. and OTAs and whatnot. It's like the rookies are together all the time because we have meetings, rookie meetings, and all this stuff. So you become close with the guys, and, and it's mm. it's just like college or high school. It's just like when you're in the locker room with the no. boys, messing around and going out and stuff. So it's a good time. You get hazed at all as a freshman, yeah, yeah. as a rookie. You have to carry yeah. some shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be worse during camp. Yeah. So far, all we've had to do is like sing in front of the, of the team and whatnot. <laughs> what did you have to sing? Crazy. I actually didn't go yet, so I'm trying to like right. hide, the right hide song, in the yeah. back. What's the worst song? Just sing Happy Birthday. Yeah. What's the worst song? <laughs> the worst song that you think they can make him say, so we could we could reach our giant contacts yeah, and make I, I him say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sing some the tiger the guys, song from yeah. Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some some guys go up there and sing some pretty well, good songs, and then I remember like. Uh, some guys would go up there and just get booed off stage. So it's as like, long as you don't have to pick up the tab for anything. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So I'm, I, I, you see that some some oh, of these yeah. some of these guys the home yeah. tile fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let like the first and second round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, they, they got it. <laughs> they got it. Us undrafted free agents, so we got to sit back. Yeah. What is your interactions with some of the stars of the team? Do you, do you really mesh with them, or they kind of do their own thing? Yeah. So I mean, the Giants is a great organization, and. Uh, I've talked to a couple of, like, uh, I talked to Eli, Saquon, and all the older guys, and at first it's, like, you're a little nervous to go up to them, but they're just like anyone else, and yeah, they're, they're great dudes, even, like, Zach, like, a, someone I've watched my whole life, and now I went up to him and asked him for help, and he was willing to help me, and, and I didn't even have to go up to him. He would have helped me either way. So, I mean, it's nice to see, like, there's no bad guys or whatnot. They're, they're all, I mean, it's a job, and everyone's fighting against once another to, to get paid and, and support their families and whatnot, but but they're also looking out for you, and it's a good time. I imagine locker room atmosphere 
whether you're in college, NFL, or high school, the locker room isn't talk. that different, you know, because people aren't that different, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you got bullshit. quiet guys, you got yeah. nut jobs, you got quiet psychos. The biggest difference, <laughs> the got, biggest difference is You got probably. characters, like yeah. funny yeah. people. No. I mean, it's the same shit no exactly. matter where you go, so I can't imagine it's that different yeah. in the NFL. Exactly. The biggest difference is I'm a 22-year-old kid who just got yeah. out of college, and then there's a 32-year-old yeah. man with four kids. And I'm it's like, not oh, just yeah. juniors and seniors. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's about it, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, as far as the playing goes, like, is there any way to quantify, um, you know, how different it is playing, like, college football to what you've seen so far in the NFL? Is yeah. there any way to even describe the difference? It's just it's just. Different. I mean, it's different for sure. Bigger, uh, faster, stronger. Yeah, exactly. The same things you hear. I mean, it's bigger, faster, and stronger for sure. But at the end of the day, if you if you get caught up in that, you're gonna be cut. You get roll second. over. So right. so you can't even look at it like that. I mean, everyone's so fast and so big. <laughs> but but at the same time, I'm running as fast as I can, and I'm trying to hit as hard as I can. So so it, it makes no difference at the time. Yeah. But once you watch it on film and whatnot, you get back from practice. So I go, that guy's pretty big. <laughs> now what do you, what are you doing to try to stand out? Like what? What can people do to try to yeah, stand out? So for me especially is as an undrafted free agent, Division Two, small school guy, I got to do something to stand out. So so my whole thing is even when you're learning the playbook, like no rookie really got it down right away. But mine was just to go 110% every play, stand out on the film like me running by another guy, trying at least just effort-wise because effort you can control. Sometimes you mess up on plays, but if you're going 110%, at least the coaches see that. And, I mean, whatever happens, happens at that point. That's all you can do. Yeah, exactly. And this guy, this, I mean, aside from the head coach, there's got to be like hundreds of coaches that oh, have. Yeah. Or it uh, feels like it at least. Like yeah. People, everywhere you look, someone's looking at you. Yeah, the, my, I remember the first practice. I was ready to go, and then I just look around. There's probably 35 cameras, yeah. and then like 50 coaches, and then the GM. Film us, like any, any mistake. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So like, I couldn't even put my hands on my hips on the sidelines. Yeah. I was like, no losers lean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> losers lean. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, um, is that whatever? Like, is that the, the same approach that a lot of the young guys are taking, or the young guys? Some guys do kind of mail it in. I mean, some Not, guys you could tell. Like, some guys are just so athletically gifted and, and they mm. don't even like they could half ass and, and, yeah, and, right, yeah. and look great yeah. but but for the most part every young guy needs to stick out it doesn't matter if you're a first round draft pick or an undrafted or just a tryout guy you got to go 110% otherwise right. there's not room for you in the NFL I yeah mean, and this is your one shot in your lifetime could you exactly. imagine looking back and be like oh why didn't why not exactly. at least try harder mm-hmm. you know like you said that was pretty well said like at least that's in your control exactly. you know because there's a lot that working I mean, your ass off Position-wise, I mean, right now I think I'm like the third-string long snapper and like the fifth-string linebacker. So it's like I gotta, I gotta just do whatever I can. I can't control numbers or whatnot. But guys go down. I mean, I could, I could get hurt. The starter could get hurt. You never know when your numbers are gonna get called. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like right yeah. close to home. Um, Will Ty played with Stony Brook, mm-hmm. uh, probably with you, right? Yep. I, yeah. yeah, I played my freshman year. Yeah. So uh, you know, he goes to, he gave, eventually goes undrafted. I think he signs with the Giants. I think every single tight end on their, their starting <laughs> yeah. and practice squad gets hurt. And he steps up yeah. and he ends up playing some quality ball. Like, yeah, it's a solid. Yeah, yeah he, he had a. I think he's still in the league, but he he did well his first yeah. couple of years. Well, like I mean, that's just an example of you, you never know what could happen. Exactly. You just keep grinding. And yeah. You never know when your number's gonna get called. It yeah. could be any right, day. Right. More so in football than any other sport. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially I mean, look at last season in football. I felt like there was more injuries than I've ever seen yeah. with big name guys going down. Even the 49ers, they 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 pulled up like a practice squad kid to be their starting quarterback. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It's right? amazing how like, you know, and I, I'm not against protecting the quarterback, but. Whether it's 1983 or 2001 or 2018, 
you still feel like it's the same amount of, or more injuries now with the quarterbacks versus then, you know, and that's unscientific analysis. And obviously it's about people getting hurt in their long-term health, mm -hmm. but it's amazing how quarterbacks are still going down like flies, yeah. you know? Well, you got you got guys like Jake that are getting bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the game, football. <laughs> the quarterback, their arm gets better, but they're not getting big, bigger, faster, <laughs> no, stronger. Yeah, sure, now you see more running quarterbacks too. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty crazy. They, they leave the pocket and it's all, it's, that's yeah, a fair yeah. ball game. Uh, can you, do you remember, uh, or can you recall like the first tackle that you've had maybe in practice against someone or? Or yeah, who it was. so right now we're just helmets and like okay, so no full so pads no, yet. Yeah, nothing crazy. So I'll hopefully I'll get my first tackle soon when camp starts. Yeah. But um, I do remember like the first couple plays. It was like I, I still learning the playbook. I was like not sure what to do, and I just took off running down the sideline, like sideline to sideline, trying to just tap the hip <laughs> of the running back, trying to just get yeah, on yeah, film. That's all you could do. But I mean, that's really all you could do during OTAs. And now. With camp starting, you're going to have to fly your body around. Bigger, faster, and stronger. I remember when J.J. Watt first hit the scene. He's like a freak. And they had like a scientific analysis of, you know, his vertical, his, you know, like oh, yeah. every little detail of, you know, his physical abilities. And I remember looking at that, and I'm just like, dude, people are going to start, like, <laughs> dying. Like, if we have more people like this coming up in the league, like, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, and then he you went know? to go on offense and catch a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he, had, yeah like, he had, like, seven touchdowns like a, that season. Yeah. Just a specimen of a he's crazy like, freak. freak. He's crazy. <laughs> for him. <laughs> but you don't see that many. I, I thought I was going to see more and more and more guys like that. You don't yeah. see too many. You know, that's an, a pretty much an yeah. exception. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about what's next for you. There's probably like how many guys they have on the roster right now, like 75 or no, something? No, so right now there's a 90-man roster. 90-man roster. Um, preseason, it'll be 90 throughout preseason, and then they'll make one cut, I believe, down to 53 men. So, uh, so I, wasn't it previous that they had to do like certain cuts? Yes, yeah. So I, it's actually, that's what I thought it was. It used to be, I think, weekly cut like maybe 10 guys so then, so you'll no god willing you'll be on the whole preseason i hope so i believe that's how it goes i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure that's how it goes and uh hopefully get some playing time get some film yeah and then do the best i can hopefully make the team yeah. Now, um, obviously, you were a star in high school, and, uh, you know, everyone, you know, two or three people walked by and said hi, patted you on the shoulder. Um, <clears throat> has anything changed around town since you got drafted by the uh, since you got signed by the Giants? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. You see, mm. I mean, I'm always around, so I went to Stony Brook and Post, and, yeah. and I've always been around, so I'm friendly with a lot of people. I'm, all my buddies are still around, so I see everyone. Now, I'll get a lot of calls saying congratulations and yeah. whatnot. I got a big family. I'm one of eight, Yeah. so, I mean, my parents, they, we know a lot of people and whatnot, so like the I wouldn't Gronkowski be here. Family. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> be here without my family and without my friends. Yeah. So it's cool to we're all kind of like enjoying the moment. Do you ever get like giants nut jobs cornering you, like trying <laughs> yeah, to prime you for information? Yeah, on like social media, I'll get yeah. some some messages, but uh, <laughs> nothing too crazy. Maybe hear like an autograph every once in a while. I'll be like, yeah, hey, you nice. sure you want my autograph? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign it. But awesome. it's a good time. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So how many brothers do you have? You're one of eight. How many brothers? I got three brothers and four sisters. How much roughing around in the backyard? I know you said you, you, you play around all the time. But yeah, I mean. That's what really made you the, the yeah. man you are, right? So me and my little brother, he's a, a sophomore in college at Cortland. We would always go to our older brother's football games or lacrosse games or whatnot. And everyone always said we had a football in our hands and we would just tackle each other and play. And then it was always us two, and then we always had our, our friends with us. So we always had enough for a game. So we played nonstop every weekend and pretty much every day. Some scrapes and bruises. Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. else you guys do for fun around Babylon? Babylon, I mean, it's a great town. We got, we got our boat 
uh, next to Argyle. Oh, so nice. we take the boat out, go go tubing and whatnot, fishing. Fishing so. or just cruising? And yeah, yeah. And Most of the time, we'll honestly just take it to like Hem- Hemlock, chill mm-hmm. out there, and it's I mean it's so nice just to yeah, get you away. You got such great beaches over here. You can go to Cedar. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Overlook. It's so much. Town do. of Babylon has the best beaches on Long Island, yeah, for sure, without a doubt. Since I've been like working here, I've just like, it was like a hidden secret to me because I've I lived I live out in like the Selden Center Reach yeah, yeah. area, so like I didn't wasn't familiar with these beaches. Now like yeah, I've you only swam boys. in Lake Ronkonkoma growing up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grew a third arm. I get that shit cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, there's so much to do around here too, so it's a good time. Definitely take advantage there of it. There you go. There you go. It's number four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every, every time we pass, uh, someone passes, they look at Jake. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's those of you guys' fans. <laughs> Great <to> Babylon! <laughs> Is there any funny kind of moments or interactions, kind of like behind-the-scenes stuff, being in the in the league so far? Uh, that, you can, they, that you can talk about? You don't have to name names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the funny things I find kind of funny is... Uh, in the locker room there's like uh surprisingly i think there's a speaker soundproof in the lo- like there's got to be speakers in the locker room but all these dudes everyone has like their own speaker and they're, and they're <laughs> so no like small speakers they're like like 300 dollars yeah, bose yeah. speakers yeah. and they'll be like it's a 90-man locker room but there'll be like 18 speakers playing like country rap hip-hop someone's got like oprah on and i'm just like this is absurd. Headphones or whatnot. It's funny too, because then you guys like got like dancing and rapping and whatnot. It's a good time. So fun. These guys get headphones. Yeah, yeah. The locker room is always fun, no matter what like level you're on. That's that's probably the yeah, best yeah. part of sports, I think. Yeah. Is there like family and friends already trying to hit you up for tickets? How does that uh, go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, get- like I said, I got a big family and. uh Right now, we're worried about preseason, so yeah. good thing preseason's pretty cheap. If I'm, if I'm playing <laughs> in the regular season, that means I'll be getting some money, so that means I'll, I'll, I'll have to spot some It'll tickets be, every it now and then. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I definitely want them to be there for support, so, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. If I can get tickets, I'll get it for them. So, <laughs> nice. as many as I can. Hopefully not too many. But, uh, <laughs> How's it work with player tickets? you get allocated a certain amount? Yeah, or? I think we get, like, four uh, maybe I, two or four. Eli Manning gets unlimited, probably. Yeah, right? yeah probably. <laughs> but um, well, I'll, I'll have to give those to my parents, and then I'll let everyone else fight for it. The yeah. big games, the Mannings are usually up in the box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think that comes from the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I think they got it all figured out. <laughs> they got it all away. Um, 60 years of NFL yeah. experience. Yeah, I'm sure you're you're looking forward to the, the Giants-Jets game, too, mm-hmm. the, you know, if it, if it gets that far. Yep, that, yep. I'm sure that's one you've said. August about. 8th. Um, I already got all my all my friends and family are talking about getting buses and whatnot. I mean, I hope I get some playing time in the game. Yeah, but uh, either way, I mean, we, we've grown sure, up Bill. big Giants fans and whatnot, so this is all crazy to us. and. We're all looking forward to it. Dad was a big Giants fan? Yep. Yeah, he's he's got to be over the freaking oh, yeah. moon, huh? Yeah. Well, I think we got a Giants flag hanging out ever since draft day. Yeah, I'm so sure. That's hopefully not coming down anytime <laughs> soon. Fantasy football. Were you a big fantasy football guy? I played. I used to play a little bit. No money, of course, because uh, I was that, in the yeah. NCAA. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, right. Play for candy bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A loser had to do something. But uh, 
I, I mean, now I can't do it. I always enjoyed liking it. I mean, fantasy. I, I would always just Sundays throw on Red Zone and watch all those guys. But um, I was going to say, because it would be kind of different now, like yeah. you're drafting your teammates yeah. and stuff. It's like, do you root against the, if you yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should let the defensive guys play yeah, yeah. and bet. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's not, <laughs> not, not bet, but, you know, play fantasy. I mean, it's not a friendly why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Friendly wages. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, college game days, though, on Saturdays, because I always played on Saturdays, so I couldn't oh, yeah, really watch. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's going to be awesome, man. I love college football, so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Could you speak a little bit about your college experience? I know we touched about it a little bit at LIU Post, but uh, you were the man. You were. Uh, there was people telling me they hit a little Troy Palomalu in you. <laughs> I don't know if Mike knows his story. They were. It was like a end of the game, fourth and one. It's linebacker. Needs to be a little longer. Li- yeah, linebacker <laughs> slash defensive back back comes flying over the top, stops the guy to end the game. Yeah. No, um, what was playing at LIU Post like? Uh, it was awesome. It was a little different from Stony Brook. I had a adjust I mean honestly it was a little bit slower because I mean go down in division but uh it was still good football and I mean it was a lot of fun I had some some dogs on the team too I had uh Kev Petit Pierre and uh Mikey Richardson he's on the offense and he's a West Babylon guy but uh it was a good time I mean we ended up going undefeated won the championship game and then we ended up losing the first round of the playoffs to Slippery Rock with a good team but uh, it was a good time. I mean, like I said, the locker room was so much fun. It was a good group of guys, and football was just football. Do you think it ultimately helped you uh, going down to D2 as far as your NFL prospect? Or yeah. do you think you would have still got the same looks at Stony Brook? I mean, I think football, I, I would have played it either way, same. But uh, I think I stood out a little bit more Division Two, just because, you leave I mean, right away, <laughs> even the size isn't as big, so I would stand out size-wise. And then my play on the field helped me a lot, so... It definitely, uh, it definitely helped me. I, I don't think, I mean, going to LIU Post was was probably the best thing I could have done. And there's a bunch of Long Island guys on yeah. the team, which yeah. is good. Knew a bunch already. Yeah. Now, when you grow up in Babylon, do you get to know the the other kids in like West Babylon and West West Islip? Yeah. Kind of in a bubble over yeah, there. Yeah. So during high school, we were, I would say, in a bubble. We hated West Babylon, North <laughs> oh, Babylon, yeah. and yeah. we would always scrimmage them or in lacrosse or football. And we wanted to smoke them. Oh, I and mean, we always did, of course. Of course. But, uh, of course, of course. <laughs> after high school, I started meeting a lot of guys. Now I got, like, a bunch of buddies in North Babylon, a bunch of buddies in West Babylon, just from, like, college and then going out and meeting them and stuff. Cooler heads prevail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but, so, it's, it's so true, too. I mean, I mean, he, he played for St. Anthony's, but I played for Newfield. So we, but we hated, like, oh, yeah. your rival teams. Like, we hated West Babylon, too, because yeah. that's... Oh, we would burn Chaminade down. Yeah, exactly. We, we wouldn't get arrested. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and Riverhead, too, was, like, a big... We hated Riverhead, yeah. Newfield yeah. High School. I mean, you gotta. That's yeah. what rivalries are for. Yeah, you gotta. And, and, and for real. Those local rivalries can get some real contentious, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. It's like some crazy families oh, and yeah. parents. Yeah. As long as you keep it on the field. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Some of the moms are crazier than oh. the kids, man. <laughs> one time, at one of the games, one of our coaches' tires got slashed, which is crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah we played Farrell in Staten Island. The parents were spitting on us coming out of the... Uh, it's crazy, just at a high school level. Those are, those are the best kind of games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Now, LIU Post, it's transitioning to D1. I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of changes going on there. What conference are they playing in? They're playing uh, in the it, NEC. So that's not that's not Stony Brook? No, no. no. The uh, NEC, I believe, is like Bryant, Wagner. Um, who else is in that? Central Connecticut. Uh, a couple of teams. It's a good conference. I don't know too much. I'm starting to learn about it. And I've been yeah. talking to the coaches and some of the guys on the team. And I know they're excited. They have some big games coming up. They have Villanova, South Dakota State. Um, so they're, they're in for 
a long season, but I think if they do well, I mean, hold up. South Dakota State's a powerhouse. Yeah, right? exactly. So Stony Brook plays in the best, mm-hmm. probably the best division in D1 yeah. AA. I'm old. That's why I call it. Um, those th- That conference probably sends like four or five teams to the playoffs every year. It's crazy. Yeah, no, they're, they're real good. Uh, what is that? The, uh, it's either Patriot or Colonial. Get oh, yeah, Colonial. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. But that's a, that's a great – hopefully there'll be some Stony Brook LIU games. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, oh, be, man, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe down the road. I remember when Hofstra and Stony Brook both had pretty decent basketball teams. Those are some great mm-hmm. basketball games that yeah. the island tuned in on. Yeah, it's, it sucks yeah. when, you know, Hofstra and Stony Brook – I mean, Hofstra folded its football program, so yeah, hopefully, yeah. like, LIU post could yeah. kind of step so up. So many of those guys them. went to Stony Brook to play. Yeah, the, the Stony Brook program has been awesome since then. Probably yes, the best yes. thing that ever happened to Stony Brook, and they've been real well the past couple of seasons. Yeah, I know yeah. they the playoffs the past two years, I believe. Yep. Well, there's so yeah. many, there's so much. There is a lot of talent on on Long Island, and the city, and uh, and just like your decision, stay stay. Mm-hmm. People want to stay home. They want yeah. their families to watch them play, and so that that program is just going to get better and better. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, I, and I wanted to ask you about the two. Mike just reminded me. Um, you know, being a Long Island guy, um, you know, the Giants is people from all over. Do, do people like ask you like where are you from? Does that you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell. Do they people, look down on you like oh you just like Long Island or something. Yeah. So when we get there, we um you gotta introduce yourself whatnot, and then every day someone we'll just be talking to someone new. And they're like where are you from? And I'll be like Long Island. And they're like oh so this is pretty sweet. Like you're right, you're in home. And I'm like yeah, yeah because most nice. of the guys are in California, oh, yeah, Florida, Texas, all over, and there's only two guys from Long Island. Uh, me and Jimmy O'Hagan from Seaford. Yep. So it's a good time. And uh, we, like, since we're close enough, we brought a couple of the rookies back home with us for a weekend. <laughs> oh, that's good. Showed them around and whatnot. So we had a good time. Where did you take them? Uh, we went to Long Beach, went on the beaches and whatnot. And we went to Fire Island for a little bit. Ocean, ba- yep. Ocean Beach? Yep. One oh, of they must have been. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a, we had a one, good time. one zippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good time. But awesome. yeah, now the, the region, you know, certainly the whole Northeast in general, not just Long Island, mm-hmm. does get looked down upon you know first yeah because i mean what all-star athlete have we really ever had from long island yeah none of them really come to mind we've had some players from the area go Mm -hmm. on to the nfl nba i mean tobias harris like we're talking nfl strictly no i'm just talking about athletes in general tobias harris is the one that just sticks out the most because he just he just got a 180 million dollar contract and he's from he was from dick's hills the best long island player ever is called your if we're going across all sports and they're I don't even know how that is. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm just going to leave. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. Tobias was in North Babylon for a little bit as Uh, well. Oh, was he? I think when he was younger. I know Danny Green played. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Danny Green, my bad. Tobias, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both good. Danny Green was, he went off in the playoffs. Uh, so, so now we have our, you know, our, our Jay Carlock would be like, oh, shoot. He's, he's the best <laughs> football player right. ever, ever come from Long Island. It would be nice if I signed a $180 million yeah. contract. The Brickashaw is from Long Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a great career, you know. Mm-hmm. I know that. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Where, where and when I'm going to date myself over here. <laughs> <laughs> the Brickashaw, who's that? Yeah, yeah he, he's from, he was Freeport. from Freeport. Freeport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, there are a couple guys. Uh, usually they come right to my mind, but mm-hmm. uh, nothing really sticks out right now. Um, we've interviewed Jordan Gowans, mm-hmm. a teammate of yours who's uh, is trying to make it in the league too. I know mm-hmm. he he got invited to rookie minicamp. Yeah. Did you uh, hang out with him at all? Yeah, at, yeah at, I uh, talked to Jordan when I was there. Um, he's a good dude and and he's a beast. He's a he's a sick football player, and I'm I'm hoping his name will get called again and. Uh, I think he deserves a shot. He's, he's a pretty talented football player. So when um, I mean, I'm sure you guys are on opposite parts of the field too. He's offense, your defense. Mm-hmm. What interactions do you guys have any at all? Yeah. So I remember back in 
couple of years ago at Stony Brook when we would face each other. I mean, I would just look in the back and see a big guy's running back. But, uh, <laughs> he's like six foot two. He's a monster. Yeah, like that. yeah he's, a, he's, a, he's a big dude. But uh, we didn't see too much of each other at rookie mini camp. But uh, we, we said what's up to each other, talk for a little bit. And uh, I mean, he's just a good dude. There's a lot of rumors out there about Eli Manning and his like persona and stuff like that, that he's kind of just like, just does his own thing. Have you, have you uh, not yes. to get too much into the yeah, gossip no, no. here, just a, I, just something I'm kind of interested I introduced, in. I introduced myself to Eli because, um, I mean, one, I was a Giants fan my whole life. Yeah. He, was, he was like my hero growing up. Yeah. But um, Is he as monotone as he comes off to no, me? No, he was a good dude. He, he was funny and he was oh, cracking really? jokes and... And he was just a cool dude. Uh, I was pretty pumped I introduced myself. And, uh, I mean, hopefully he knows my name now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but he seemed like a real genuine dude, and, and he was cool. Yeah. Certainly genuine. Yeah. Haven't watched him since the beginning of his career. You just think he's just like this yeah. big geeky guy, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, he, he comes <laughs> to work every day in a suit and whatnot. So I I'm sure, him. like, other other guys you see probably just roll up in oh, sweatpants yeah, sweat and flip flops. Yeah, I was one of them. I got to I gotta learn from Eli and Yassi yeah. and start wearing suit to, yeah. suit to practice. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that I have that guy could have complained the league for so long and never miss a game. It's crazy. Other than when he got benched for yeah, Geno Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Mac could do the worst Giants coach in <laughs> history. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing how he could do that. And I always looked at Eli, and he just looks, you know, he doesn't look like a solid human yeah. being. So I always said, like, you know. Dad bod. You, you know, know like there's <laughs> like a drunk driving accident, and, like, the driver doesn't die because he's just, like, limp and and loose, you know? I feel like that's kind of like Eli's thing. He's just always so limp and loose, and he just gets knocked around. And he's, he's, been sl- <laughs> he's been slinging it. And, uh, it's amazing he can see it. Him and uh, Daniel looks real good, too. I'm, I'm talking yeah. with Daniel now. Um, he's a good dude as well. And, Daniel uh, Jones, the yeah. rookie first-round pick. And uh, they, I mean, they both look real good, so yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see. I know you're – uh, I'm sure the majority of your focus is, you know, doing as best as you can, making sure you're, you know, you're the best player you could be. <laughs> but as far as the Giants as a whole, you know, you, you, you've, you've interacted with the team. You're, you know, you're part of it. You're in the organization. Uh, any outlook you could put out there of what you estimate the season to be I a mean, little bit? I mean, it's definitely a different view. I mean, coming from a fan – just getting updated on Twitter and yeah, Instagram yeah. is like, all right, I wonder how we're going to be this year. But now being in the – You feel like the vibe the room, a little bit? Yeah, the vibe. I mean, all I see is just, like, great football. I mean, this, I've never been around so many talented people in my life. So, I mean, it, I mean I'm hoping we do real well, and, I, and I'm excited for the season. I, I, I certainly don't know what's going to happen, yeah, but uh, I'm excited. There's a lot of people excited. Yeah, yeah. There's always hope in in August, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's coming up soon, too. Yeah, I mean, be here before we know. And, and you won't say it, but I mean, the worst thing wouldn't be to have a bad season because then some of the younger guys can get looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Especially, that. especially yeah, you can't say that, but I, I could say that. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping uh, preseason gets some time. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. It'll, be, it'll be cool. Good experience for sure. So, now, now we have a reason to watch a preseason. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Which always kind of hard um, to watch. Is there, uh, as far as picking your number goes, you know, that could be symbolic to some people or to, to mm-hmm. others. An undrafted guy, I'm sure, you know, your first round, I'm sure. Just uh, pick 56. I'm, yeah, sure Daniel no jo- I'm sure Daniel Jones got, like, whatever number he wants. Uh-huh. An undrafted guy, do you uh, you get, like, whatever's left over? Or do yes. you have some, some so. sort of selection? <laughs> I showed up on rookie minicamp, and I already had my locker with 47 in it and uh 47 is my house number so i was like that's that gotta be a good sign that's so, cool so i mean it means something and i know the, my buddy cj conrad he's a tight end from kentucky he also got 47 but since we're on different side of the balls right now it's fine but once the season starts 
if we both make the team, one of us are gonna have to switch. And I went out to him. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, you like, you like 47?" He's like, "Nah." And I was like, right, "I was gonna uh, take it." Awesome. Yeah, because so. like sometimes that's just how it plays out. Because like when I was in high school, I mean, they just threw, you know, here's number 30, mm-hmm. and then it's like, you know, you had a good season with it, and you're like, "Ah, right, shit, I'm number 30 now." Yeah. And then it's just like you just rock with that for the end of time. Yeah, and then yeah. it, then it becomes like your email address and password. <laughs> and shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what, that my email address takes after five <laughs> from post. So you're right. It's funny. Hey, what's up? How are you, bro? Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're live for a podcast. Okay, I'll catch you later. So don't upstage Jake. <laughs> so I got one. Jake's got like 15, 20 so yeah. far. All right. So as we as we wrap up, and maybe people, will, uh, you know, listening and whatnot, you know, how could people, you know, follow your journey? Where, where, you know, where's your social media and stuff? Like people that want to just follow along, and see what you're up to. Yeah. So my social media, my Instagram is at Jake Carlock. Uh, my Twitter is at Jake Carlock Five, I believe. Uh, and then I'll be in touch with you boys. I mean, awesome. it'll be a good time. I, I'm not too crazy on social media, but... Uh, you you kind of have to lay low, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, you got to be smart, especially nowadays. Uh, so just check greaterbabylon.com yeah, for updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, throw, I'll throw up a pic every once in a while. But, uh, awesome. Yeah, look at look at the website, Greater Babylon. Awesome. Love that. All right, all right, Jake, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for everyone listening, whoever wants to catch more episodes on the 495 Podcast, we're on Spotify, uh, iTunes, and uh, you know you can check out our site, greaterbabylon.com. So, all right, guys, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys having Thank you, Jake. Great show. Good time. I've ever felt before In my current state And in these days of war We must grow together Or the end is near Ficking up your skin And loosen up your fears I've been waiting Waiting through my limitations Choosing to move